AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weather Peak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. I've been doing what every NFL fan, especially 49er fans, have been doing. The refresh button is strong on my phone. DB said it in the update, but Kyle Shanahan and a lot of 49ers players seem like there's optimism around Debo Samuel. And I don't know the likelihood of this, but even if he isn't ready, is there a sense that he could be dressed and ready to go as a decoy even? I would. Decoy Samuel? Decoy Samuel? (laughs) (laughs) pretty good i mean it could be right i mean honestly if he's not a hundo which i don't he won't be 100 percent regardless but no i mean just to have him on the field makes the defense second guess every formation you got with with his ability sure you could probably also scheme a play where it appears you're trying to get him the ball early to make it look like he's active and and ready to go but yeah i i would i would not put that out out of the realm of possibility i think it could be a real scenario do you think there's pressure and i'm sorry to jump right into this because i know we're in a heated ducktails tailspin muppet baby uh vibe but debo's on my mind and i saw jerry rice was one of the people that said oh don't worry debo will be playing and he'll be ready why not like a legend like jerry rice says that is that like what if Debo's like yo my guy <laughs> I mean maybe I'm he not knows quite a little sure something. but I'm saying Jerry Rice is like I know Debo he's a gamer he's playing gamers get ready regardless yeah he's got to be there yeah. for this even if he's not 100% nobody's 100% yeah. at this stage of the game so I think he'll be ready too but what do I know yeah. what do I know what do I know um you know, obviously, a lot of Rich's happiness has to do with whether or not the 49ers win. And whether the 49ers win has to do a lot with, well, is Debo Samuel playing. So we're going to talk about Rich's happiness and rooting against it in just a minute. But I do want to go on a little baby rant, Rich. It's a little quick, quick baby rant. And Dan Byer, I don't know where you stand on this, so I'm really curious. Because if I'm wasting my energy feeling bad or mad or sad, please slap me into the right direction. Because I could be very wrong. Yeah, it's going to be tough to do. Because again, I am a Cavino guy. Yes, you know, thank so you. this guy would be I'll tough. Say, but you're bringing DB in the mix right away. Let's have <laughs> you, the he, man of character right oh, there, okay. Dan Byer. Um, you know, Dan Byer had a big announcement, breaking news yesterday. The Hall of Fame was announced. The Hall of Fame class, 2024. Adrian Beltre, Joe Maurer, Todd Helton, all deserving. Not trying to take anything away from them. All great players in their own right. But it was also the last year of eligibility for Gary Sheffield. Gary Sheffield played 
22 seasons in the bigs. You're hung up on Chef, huh? I am, huh? I am. and are. I don't want to harp on it. Like I said, let me go on a little baby rant. There's more to life than Debo Samuel. I get it. We'll get it's, to him. It's hard to believe. <laughs> Gary Sheffield was one of the most feared hitters. I followed his career since he was a little leaguer in the Little League World Series. This guy played baseball his whole life. Now, here's the misconception, like Dave Concepcion. Here's the misconception here. He always played with an attitude, like he wasn't having fun. And he said in a recent interview with Harold Reynolds, that's because his idol was Andre Dawson. He said, you never saw Andre Dawson's teeth. You never saw him smiling. He goes, but the truth is, I was loving every second of what I did. I was having the most fun of my life because I lived for baseball. I mean, he you wanted you- to be the best. He missed four years of his prime because of injuries, so he still had more to give, but he didn't. You go back far with Sheffield. I mean, we go back to when you were a little boy hearing like, yeah, did you hear that uh, Dwight Gooden's nephew? is his nephew, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, Dwight Gooden's nephew, yo, he's going to be a beast. I remember hearing about Sheffield before he was Gary Sheffield. Now, again, sometimes you have to lie in the bed you make. I get it. But no one ever proved anything against Gary Sheffield, to my knowledge. We just make assumptions. He was feared. He was dominant. But I got to throw this out there, and we can move right the hell on. I watched this interview with Harold Reynolds. And seeing this vulnerable side of Gary Sheffield made me think twice about a guy that I rooted for anyway because I know how people perceive him. He was talking about how much it meant to him. The dude came to tears talking about Jim Leland. They won a World Series together. Jim Leland was like, Gary Sheffield's my guy. He goes, the, the, the belief that Jim Leland had in him made him play harder. They ended up winning the World Series. The dude won batting titles. He has over 500 home runs. 509 home runs. Rich, you saw him hit his 500th. He batted 292. The guy was close to 3,000 hits, which is the landmark. I know Beltre had over 3,000 hits. And the benchmark. What did I say? Landmark. (laughs) And the benchmark. (laughs) That's the landmark and the benchmark. That dude had a dominant World Series career. Championship career. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. Well, you know it's just, it, again, we have the same conversation all the time, but this one really bothered me because there was no one more intimidating. You know what it comes down to? Gary Sheffield being on the Mitchell Report. Yep. And saying one time, once, he used the cream when training with Barry Bonds. That's the only admission Gary Sheffield has ever said. And only the only thing is he was on the Mitchell Report back in the 2000s, and he said one time. He hung with Barry Bonds and used the cream. Now, sometimes you don't sympathize because you think that certain players don't care about these things. And you probably think that a guy like Gary Sheffield, a hard-nosed, intimidating player like that, didn't care. Again, I saw him in this interview talking about how much it meant to him. And for him to be overlooked and non-eligible anymore, I'm just thinking to myself, it goes back to the same story you have every year. Baseball fed off of this story. This guy gave 22 years of his life to the game. Give me a break. Give me a break. You're going to tell me those other guys are in and he's not? As a fan, as a guy who liked him with the Yankees and just liked how he played the game. Give me a break, by the way. Great TV theme song. <laughs> Nell Carter. Nell Carter. Yes. We were talking cartoons, <laughs> man. I have to say it. I mean, I was thinking that as soon as you said that, I'm like, oh, give Dan me a break. Dan are you, are you coming from the school of you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes? Uh, or are you coming from the place of, yeah, that dude had a stellar career. It's a shame. Gosh, I, I usually come from the latter. I do. That it's that it's it's too bad. You hear the names that were announced yesterday of Beltre and Helton and Maurer, and you think of those guys and you think of what they've accomplished. And I would put Gary Sheffield's numbers right up against those. I and I had a Gary Sheffield poster on my wall with the Brewers when he was because he was a badass, yeah, yeah. yeah young talent. Yeah, and maybe the next after Yount and Molitor, you know, moving on didn't work out in Milwaukee. I do think it's I, I do think it's a shame. The thing that is too bad about it to support what you're saying 
is I even think that the guys that got in yesterday maybe didn't have as much of a case. You mentioned the Sheffield connection with the cream. I think Chipper Jones is a pretty good comparison when you take a Gary Sheffield's career. Chipper Jones is a Hall of Famer yep. and and I think a a no-brainer. Sheffield more home runs, you know, uh, more stolen bases, was a nine-time All-Star. Chipper Jones was an eight-time All-Star. Sheffield won five Silver Slugger awards. Chipper Jones won two. Chipper Jones's war is more, but Sheffield only played about 80 more games than him. So it's very comparable. And again, missed four, like a total of four years through injuries. So think of what his stats would have sure. been if he would have had that that meant those years back. Anyway, I don't want to harp on it because I know everyone's fired up about football. It just bothered me. And the announcement was yesterday. He's not eligible yep. anymore. And I know there's other ways that maybe they can get in, in the future and things like that. But this dude's stats were were off the charts. Again, 509 home runs, 292. Gary Sheffield should be in the Hall of Fame. That's my side of it. And there's enough to say just of him being on the report while somebody would completely take him off. The thing, the only things that I have heard about the ballot yesterday, again, was, is this the Hall of Fame or is it the the Hall of Very Good? I mean, is this, a, is this class really worthy of these three guys getting in? Like, it, did, it, did it need to happen? Like, when I think of a three-person, you know, class, you know, you think of, you know, when George Brett and I think Robin Yount and maybe Nolan Ryan, I think that was the maybe the class of those guys getting in at the same time. Those are different names than the ones that we heard yesterday. Yeah, for dude, you to at least I, have I, one. I agree. Listen, I, yeah. I'm a big baseball fan besides harping on the Niners every day. I'm a baseball guy as well, Dan, and Cavino and I, I – Gary Sheffield is a guy that was feared. The guys that got into the Hall of Fame yesterday are, are good players. It, yeah, yeah, all look good. I'll be honest. Like people were scared of Gary Sheffield. Oh, yeah, dude. no one, no one said, "Let me do Todd Helton's stance." <laughs> no. no one said, you know, already knows I'm shaking the bat, winning you know. the bat, and I'm telling you, it meant a lot to the guy, and that's what bothered me even more. Because uh, if you're a baseball fan, you know how good that dude was, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. And uh, look, if you're a poster boy for steroids. I, I get where you're coming from. I wouldn't say Gary Sheffield was one of the poster boys. I don't look at him that way. Is that what I you guess. had in your room? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but I, I'm not saying poster. he's Barry Bonds. I'm not saying he's A-Rod. I don't see it that way. But that's what happened, and that's my side How to it. How much do you think him moving teams hurt? Yeah, I mean, he bounced around a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think that did play a factor, but he did win a World Series. It- you know, he had his good years in Florida, the Dodgers, Atlanta, New York, Detroit, and the Mets at the end. Yeah, I think that didn't help. Yeah, I agree. Because when he he was he was a non-factor and, for your. I, I mean, I told you, I I happened just by pure coincidence to happen to be at the game when he hit his 500th. It was at the at Chase Stadium with the Mets when it didn't really matter anymore. And he was a part of that Marlins team that I think is viewed as the. Let's just put a team together to win it all and then let's break it all apart. But he was there a few years. Like, it wasn't like he was just a show up for a season and move on. Like, he had been, I think he was with the Marlins four or five years during his career. So uh, he had been there for a little while. Six years. So, six. There six you go. Years even, even more. 22 years in the bigs. He spent 13 years in the NL, nine years in the AL. And again, we have this idea of this hard nosed player. But to see how much it meant to him and him not get in. That's what really made me think twice about it. And, Rich, we could talk about your happiness whenever you're ready. I just wanted to give Gary Sheffield, as the kiddies say, his flowers. Yeah. And, by the way, I, you know, let me – I stand corrected for a second. I, I started thinking when I said, Sheffield, why did – it was at the inaugural season of City Field. Oh, when he hit his 500. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 09. So and he ended up with 509. 509. And to round out your conversation before we get to some football, because that's what everyone's thinking about anyway – Gary Sheffield was a feared player, and when you look at all the allegations, there's a whole section on his Wikipedia even on steroid allegations and what he's saying he didn't do. He very much cooperated with any questions anyone yeah, ever asked him. I'm not saying he's a Hall of Fame player. But guilty we by did, association? Guilty by association, but we did give guys like Andy Pettit a pass when they just took ownership right away. I mean, no one I, talks about Andy Pettit, and, and I don't think they should. But no one talks about him as like, man, that guy abused steroids and they won all those rings with the Yankees. No, he said, you know what? Yeah, I did it to heal my injury faster and I just wanted to get back on the field. And they moved on and no one really bothered the guy again. uh, You ever try to dip away from a scenario that you're like, yo, this is not me. I don't want to get wrapped up in it. Explain. Like Gary Sheffield is sort of uh, guilty by association. Like, oh, he trained with Barry Bonds, used the cream once. Uh, There was a time in the 2000s I was a single guy. Okay. 
and some girl. Uh oh. Who's just a smoke show. She was absurdly hot. Smoke show. Not the type of girl I was gonna end up with, but I was like, I I wanna go there. She's like, come to this party with me in Jersey. I'm like, all right, fine. I went to this party and I walk in and everyone's doing like big time heavy drugs. Oh boy. And that's not me, man. Like I'll I'll pop an edible here and there, but I don't do heavy drugs. And I was like, I can't, as much as this booty's nice, I'm like, I got to get out of here. I I don't want to be at a party where there's lines of cocaine everywhere and people are snorting in this. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. The booty wasn't worth it because I didn't want to be what? Guilty by association. Guilty by association. And point the finger at me again. Sometimes it's like, you know, you are who you hang with, right? Yeah, birds of a feather. Yeah. And I think he got tied up with the wrong people, and he got a reputation. It worked against him. That was my, but again, that was my way uh, also of letting you know I do have some morals. You have some <laughs> boundaries and morals. It's I have nice boundaries, to see. Danny G. Nice to see. But, it, it look, when you see those guys get in, and that's not to take away from them, and guys like Gary Sheffield, they're like, oh, sorry, you're not in. It's just ridiculous, and I don't want to have the same conversation every year because every year we speculate on this stuff, but Gary Sheffield to me was an exceptional player. I'm not naive. I know the storylines. I know the memes of who the world's rooting for, and it's like Lions, except like a little portion of California where it's like 49ers. I get it. The Lions are a great feel-good story. I get it. A lot of people want Mahomes to lose and Kelsey because they don't like Taylor Swift. <laughs> There's, I get it. But I'm seeing something that I'm curious if you agree with me. Well, the meme in regards to T-Swizzle is there's only one man that could keep Taylor Swift out of our Super Bowl, and it's Lamar Jackson. So they're posting Lamar Jackson. Only this man could keep them out. So I look at my DMs. Instagram, X, Twitter, Facebook. And every so often, I'll get someone that I would consider sort of an acquaintance or friend say, yeah, man, go Lions. And here's my thought on this. I'm not being a baby. If you're a Lions fan, that's one thing. But you reaching out to me to say, go Lions, when you realize how important it is to me as a fan, as a guy that loves sports, as a guy who hasn't seen my team win the Super Bowl in almost 30 years. By you saying, go Lions, and you're not a Lions fan? That's just, yeah. That's just trying to bother you, I guess. Them some fighting words. Yeah. Those aren't your friends. Lorena, I said, would it be fair if I responded to them by saying, Dude, I hope your wife cheats on you. Hundred percent. Hey, I hope your dog dies. Hey, I hope you lose your hair, man. Go hairline. I hope you get a hole in your sock, bro. Yeah. Like, if someone reaches out to you, no, even worse than hole in the sock is the soggy sock. Yeah, I was thinking about that at the same wet, time. Wet, soggy. I wish you step in a, a a puddle and you have to walk around in that soggy sock all day. Dude, you know that promotion you were up for at work? Dude, I hope you don't get it. Hope they give it to uh, Johnson instead. <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying is, go hemorrhoids. I'm not a sports baby. <laughs> I'm not a sports baby. And Lorena, can I tell you, there's such a thin line. And this go, I, every guy and woman listening in their car now or on the app or whatever, is going to say, Rich Davis, you're so right on. There's a thin line between playful busting of the huevos versus people that are just rude. And I think a lot of people don't know that line. They don't. Yeah, I don't think they know the rules it, of. Uh, Breaking of the chops. Yeah, and so my point is, Danny, when the Lakers are in the playoffs, now, if you have a friend that's a Nuggets fan, and they said, Danny, man, go Nuggets, your Lakers looking good, but go Nuggets, that's one thing. Yeah. But if some guy, like Ben Maller, he's just a Clippers fan, right? He's uh, more of a Laker hater than he is a Clipper fan. But if he were to say, Danny, (laughs) go Nuggets, what he's saying really is, I want you to be unhappy. You're rooting against that person's happiness. Like, if I have a friend, let's say it's a friend, high school, college, acquaintance, guy I play softball with, you know, one of the guys at work. I'm not saying you need to root for my team. I'm not being a delusional baby. But almost like keep it to yourself then. Because if you reach out on purpose to me, to say, yeah, go Lions. What you're saying is, I want you to be unhappy. And if that's the case, why can't I reach out to you randomly and be like, yo, I hope that girl you're dating, 
starts hooking up with another dude. That would be, be great, right? Rich is putting it on the same level because he's saying the 49ers mean that much to him. I said, other than my kids, other than my wife and my career and the show, when, it, when you really look at what matters to me, once the real stuff's out of the way, the Niners winning a Super Bowl honestly would mean a lot to me. And your happiness. I, I, yeah, it would, it would Bragging make me, rights, it would give make me a little me, strut for a year or two. It would make me very happy. Yeah. None of the teams I root for have won in easily 25, Why, 30 years. Because you're invested. I'm invested. So if you were to say, yo, Rich, go Lions, unless you're a Lions fan, guess what I hope? I hope your wife cheats on you. I hope your dog dies. I hope you step in a puddle. Okay, are I those- hope you step in a pile of crap. <laughs> oh, dog dies. I hope you get a flat Jesus. tire. I hope you got a flat tire on your way to a very important meeting. What about rivals? The exception is rivals, but you don't have to say it. Like, I have a buddy who's a big Seahawks fan, and you too, Dan Beyer. <laughs> like, I'd imagine Dan Beyer. I just want to know what Dan I can Beyer, say to you or no, no, not. Dan Beyer. I imagine is rooting for the Lions. He's a Seahawks fan, doesn't like the Niners, but Dan Byer didn't say, yo, Rich, go Lions. <laughs> if he did, I would say, Dan Byer, I'm going to cut the cord on your mic and hope you screw up your job. <laughs> so hold on now. Is Rich being a Fox Sports baby or is he making a solid point? Can you really compare you know, Rich's happiness if the 49ers win to – someone's happy marriage that he wished doom on. Hey, if Lorena is, if Lorena is like, Hey Rich, if I, I'm like, Oh, Lorena texted me. Go lions. Hope your Niners lose. Is it fair? If I was like, Lorena, I hope your daughter uh, trips at her dance recital. I like, hope, <laughs> no, you, you would text back. I hope Disneyland burns down. Yeah. yeah like, what can, I mean, I'm just saying, because again, what Rich is saying, I'm just trying to make it clear is he's rooting against your happiness then. Yeah. You know, eye for an eye in this situation. No. So again, if you just joined us, Rich has gotten multiple DMs, but from people he considered friends or that, well, that he I do consider were, friends, you know, rooting for him in life that are saying go Lions and they're not Lions fans and they're not fans of a rival team. Like like if you've noticed, maybe I'm too mature of a sports fan because like Danny, I'm not a Dodgers sports fan. I'm a babies. I'm a Mets fan. But when my team was out of it, I said to Danny a few times, like, dude, I don't care about the Dodgers, but you know what? The Dodgers winning is going to make you happy, and you're my boy, so why would I not want, why would I root for you not to be happy? Yeah. No, our whole crew is cool like that. Yeah, like no, Danny. That is true. You know Danny, what, man? I'll, I'll be honest. Everybody. I'll be so honest. No, not everybody. <laughs> not, not, I mean, not yeah. everyone. But, but when I was watching the Packers 49ers game, as we established, it was such a nail biter, right? And I just got sucked into the story of, man, look at Jordan Love. Look at his team. Such a young team who weren't even supposed to be there playing so there was a part of me in the middle of that game i was like kind of rooting for the packers and i was like no no my buddy rich who i can't stand sometimes i was like his happiness means more to me in this moment just all of a sudden rooting for the packers you know what uh so i changed my my rooting interest right right away. I mean, I'm like, no, there no, no. might be some exceptions. Let's go. There might be like Yankees, but I, but Red Sox. Like, but I, I just, I just, uh, I think there's a weird thing. Like, if you're rooting, like for instance, I have one Super Bowl ticket secured. I want to, it to be to possibly watch my team win. But you <laughs> so, know what, Rich? Uh, a lot of that comes from envy too. I mean, it's just fandom and bad sportsmanship. I guess you could say bad breaking of the chops. But I think secretly a lot of people root for their quote-unquote friends' unhappiness sometimes because they're unhappy just in life. Like if your buddy got a promotion, you should be happy for your buddy. But there's a lot of people that really aren't. But you know what? If you Because think, it's out of jealousy and envy and things like that. If, so, you, if you think I'm being a baby, if you think I'm being a bee with, with like people are eight sick eyes, your happy-go-lucky nature. Then, hey, let us know. 877-99 on Fox. But right now we go to Dan Byer. For an update. What's up, DB? I know it sounds that I'm being contrarian. And honestly, I noticed that a couple of times this over the past year or two when you guys have said, like, if Danny's Raiders are playing on Monday night, like, hey, I'm rooting for him. I'm like, wow, they're really good guys to care about Danny's team or vice versa. You know, like, I yeah, just, maybe I'm too nice. Maybe I need to like, be, maybe like, I need to go Hollywood Hogan and be like, I hope the Raiders lose, brother. <laughs> you know what, Dan? We do have very punchable faces. I get it. Um, but I, when I say that to Dan, I mean it yeah, because I'm rooting. I just want no, to like, I'm, I'm picturing Danny G who has a, a baby yeah, going home. He's doing a lot of work. Like, imagine that. Do I want Danny to be throwing a remote against the wall or being happy? You know, like I want to be happy. But, but I don't think you're being a baby. I do think that 
that is a personal attack on you. They could easily just root for the Lions in their own home, yeah. not reach out. And by the way, their level of, of involvement, win or lose, is not to the level of yours. Yeah. So I don't think that it matches. If the Lions lose, are they going to be crushed? No. So they should probably keep their trappers shut. That's yeah. just my personal yeah. opinion. Yeah. All right, D.B., look at you. Philly Phil, Philly Flea, 999 says, come on, man, you're a straight Fox sports baby. He says it's what friends do for sports. They just, not my friends. They rip on each other. Not my, uh, you're, not, you're not my friend then. You're <laughs> not, not my friend. I hope your dog dies. For riches, I hope your wife leaves you. I you're hope rooting you're, against Rich's happiness. Isn't that the same thing? Friend. Yeah. Same thing, right? I mean, according to you. Uh, you're a savage. Doug in Alabama. What's up, Doug? Hey, how you guys doing? I love this show. It's uh, probably the best part of my drive home. Oh, thanks, man. What's up? Uh, I think it's it's different if if a friend says it. If like if you're a Patriots fan and your buddy texts you like "Go Lions," that's different because they've won. It's different when you know you haven't won in thirty years. The second part of what I was going to say is there's that one friend when you make a bet and you know you put a couple hundred dollars on it and your buddy's watching it with you and he's got ten bucks on the game. And you lose, and he wins, and he celebrates like he won the Dude, lottery. There's nothing worse. Too- I was I was at a blackjack table once, <laughs> where you know you know when you split, you double down, and you're like, oh man, I got a couple hundred on this hand. And there's a guy that's playing like a five dollar hand, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> And you're like, I just, but, oh. Hey, by the way. Yo, Doug, I, you're so right. I don't have a, a, a team in the race, right? Yeah. But what if in my heart of hearts, I thought it was a better story if Dan Campbell and the Lions, who've never won Keep ever. It to yourself. Yeah, but what if I, okay, okay, just don't rub it in. Yeah. All right. Fair. Fair you enough. Could say, you could, you could say. it's a better story. I mean, that's the difference. Rich is saying that. I mean, isn't Brock yeah. Purdy a good story? Rich, is it worse if they reach out to you right now with a let's go lines or they react after a, a big loss? Oh, if, you do it, if you do it after the loss, I will block you. <laughs> I will unfollow you. I will. He'll buy I'll, a voodoo doll. I will ask my wife if I have permission to try to sleep with your wife. Wow. I'll break up your family. I wow. hired an actual lion on standby to come in studio on Monday <laughs> just in case. Lord. All right, let's go to Greg in New York. What's up, Greg? You're on with CNR. What's up, guys? Hey, buddy. Hey, love the show. Thank you. Uh, so I, I agree with Rich to an extent, right? Like, yeah. yes, it's it not cool to call a friend and, and bust balls unless you're a, a fan of that team, right? Yeah, that's the rule, but, I think, yeah. But Rich, man, you, you're a habitual line stepper when it comes to um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hope your wife cheats on you, <laughs> hope your dog dies. This is true. You know, there's a lot to it, man. But uh, you know, I, I agree 100. percent Definitely should. It, that you're not. You're I'll, not a I'll tell you what. You're other, saying your happiness is other, the same as, than, as that. But what I'm saying is, other than tragedy and real stuff like family members and illness and death and pets and kids, other than that, probably one of the more miserable moments over the last years of my life. Probably sitting at a Super Bowl loss, watching the other team win. It's it. it you can't say it's not as a sports fan. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code C-R-SHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, 
promo code CRSHOW. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Danny G was talking about how Antonio Pierce was talking about how he understands how much these game these games mean to the fans. Yeah, and we have a clip right here. I'm not sure this is the exact quote, but this is a feel of what he was saying about the fan base. Raider Nation. That bad boy good. That bad boy Raider Rock. It rocked the last game. We set the tone in 2024 what it looked like going forward. And we're going to work this offseason, in the summer, and in the fall until we get to that first home game to see Raider Nation again, loud, rowdy, making it tough for the opponent, that black hole rocking and rolling, the wing club doing his deal, Mark Davis in there clapping his hands away along with Sandra, high-fiving, and putting a product on the field that the Raider Nation is really proud of. And one thing, uh, I think it was when a reporter asked him a question about the fan base. He said, we really understand how it affects the Raider fans, our wins and our losses. When you go into work on Monday, if your team has lost, we know you're going to hear it. We want you to go into your job proud of the team and the W. And it was cool to hear a coach talk about the fans and how the wins and losses really affect the fan base. Because it matters. Yeah. And that's why it bothers Ritz. So, again, if you're a Lions fan – of course, little little trash talk ain't going to hurt no one. But if you're, let's say, a Cowboys fan or a Patriots fan or Raiders fan, if you're talking smack to me just because, you're rooting against my happiness, which means I don't want you to be happy either. How about that? Micah in Ohio, what's up? Could be known Rich. Hey, you guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, what's up? I'm listening. I, I, you, know, you guys always have something fun to talk about. I enjoy you on the way home. I have four kids. I always get home to stress and crying babies and and stuff like that. Yo, dude, uh, I feel you. I got two little ones. I get home and the chaos begins. It's a countdown to bedtime yeah. every night, isn't yeah, it, Micah? Exactly. Yeah, I'll sit, I'll sit in my car for a minute and just listen to you. I'm, <laughs> I'm just hanging outside right now before I go in. And, you know, you give that smile, and I think that's what life's about. I think sports is galvanizing in a lot of ways. It's more than just sports. It's people poking each other. So I, I got to call you a little bit of a crybaby. Um, you know, sometimes people, if they're truly miserable, I guess that's just what they maybe are doing to – get a rise out of the day and, and don't give them so much credit that they are just haters. They probably are getting a smile from it. Yeah, uh, you know, that's true. I think about that all the time. There's a lot of times where people will say mean stuff to me, and I, I take it and say, listen, if them busting my chops and making fun of me brings them a little joy, I guess that's sort of my role of doing what I do, right? I, I put my opinions and thoughts out there. Sometimes making fun of me, if that makes you happy, have at it. But in, a, in a nutshell, F your team means – F your happiness. It, it sort of does. And Dan Beyer <laughs> could wrap it up with a, yeah. a, a quick anecdote. Dan was telling me, you know, he's a Brewers fan. He was saying how there was a guy that worked here. Dan, he he got under your skin. Yeah, and and guys, I said on the, my hierarchy of favorite teams, the Brewers are on the bottom. So it's not like my numero uno. Yeah. But in 08, when they finally made the playoffs, game two of their divisional series against the Phillies, and CC Sabathia gave up a grand slam to Shane Victorino. And there was a guy on the other side of the glass that was jumping up and down, was not a Phillies fan at all, cheering that Victorino had just hit a home run. And by the way, the Brewers were underdogs. They weren't Sabathia, yeah. you know, was on two days So it's almost like day. joy at your expense. Yes. And then, as you guys know, the setup here followed me down the hallway through the glass windows, clapping in my face. And then about eight f bombs later, I finally left the studio. But uh, yeah, that's just jo behavior. It is. Yeah. 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 Stop completely. I, completely. Yeah. I, listen, I I love the competitiveness and the wildness of sports. But yeah, maybe I'm. I get it. I get, you could say Rich is being a little bit of a baby. But hey, 
All right, maybe not your dog dying, but I hope you stub your toe pretty bad. How about that? Is that all right? I hope there you get you diarrhea. Hope you get athlete's foot. Hope you need tough acting, ten acting. Hope you need that. Boom! Without wasting any more time, it's it's time for Midweek Major. Let's do it. Cavino and Rich get you over the middle of the week with Midweek Major. Major. Ooh, I love that. We throw sports and pop culture headlines and topics at the fellas and... It's like the kids say. That's so mid. Week definitely major. CNR scoring. Midweek major. Oh, yeah. yeah. This half my time. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> when uh, you hear the horns hit, you know you have made it to the middle of the week. Before we hand things over to the number one and only host of this segment, we uh, roll the big red love dice in the main studio there. All right, let's go. Covino's got it. Get ready for Vegas. I mean, we're going to be in Vegas in a week, right? All right, let's see what Cove gets. Yeah! Hard 10. Hard 10. 10, baby. Uh, Not quite. Beat that, Rich. (laughs) What? (laughs) Beat that hard 10, Rich. And Rich roll. Soft five. (laughs) That means I go first. Sounds about right. Gets to go first. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the most famous person besides Judy Bloom from Scotch Plains, New Jersey, Spotty Boy. Hey, Hey, boys, let's jump right in. Uh, Well, the latest episode of New Heights Podcast was released. I know everybody was waiting for that. Um, And they uh, talked about, of course, the antics that happened this weekend in Buffalo. Uh, Mainly the reaction to Jason Kelsey's shirtless little uh, gut jiggle. Um, He apparently, Taylor, huge fan. Of Jason Kelsey. First time they met, um, Travis revealed that his girlfriend was really smitten with Jason. Uh, and apparently Kylie, uh, Jason's wife, was like, don't make a fool of us in front of Taylor Swift. This is the first time you're meeting her. <laughs> so it was just funny all around. They talked about it. Great thing. Midweek or major? Uh, very major. You want the Definitely approval major. of your brother. You want the approval from your girlfriend. You want everyone to get along. You want your brother's wife to get along with your girlfriend, right? This is a very big moment. And I'm surprised to hear that's the first time they've met, but, I mean, it's been a football season. season. (laughs) Jason's busy, and I get it. I think the only fail there was Jason not carving something into his chest. Into his chest chest hair. hair. But I thought it was a great moment, and I appreciate that Taylor Swift appreciates the antics. I I think it's major. Taylor Swift showing that. She's cool with, like, you know, men, manly men and bros. Like, you know, think about it. Taylor's exes are usually like artsy, weenie, acoustic guitar type of guys. You know, Jason, I'm sorry to interrupt, but Jason Kelsey's not going to change for his own wife. He's not going to change for yeah. Taylor Swift. But Kavino said something very important, and this applies to not just the Kelseys and Swifties. You, in your life, when everyone gets along, life is easy. What does everyone want? Kavino always says this every day to me. Bro, I just want no hassles. Peace. And pizza. No, and he wants pizza. No one wants hassles. So if you could have wives and and girlfriends and cousins and ex-wives and if everyone could just be nice, life is easy. Yeah. Next story. All right. Uh, One Ravens fan refuses to miss this weekend's AFC Championship matchup as the uh, Ravens take on the Chiefs. The ex-user at wear purple pants (laughs) posted a screenshot of his tickets purchased to Sunday's game. He bought two tickets at $28,049 each with $8,700 in fees for a total of $73,510. I mean, I don't know if if these were super special seats. They said uh, seats around there were going for about $1,000 or so each. Um, Tickets were getting as high as $50,000 each for this weekend's game. So fans are excited, midweek or major. This is very weak. Who wants to spend that much money on a game? I get it. It's a big game. But it's not the Super Bowl. $73,000. Yeah. I heard that right. <laughs> you did. $73,000. By the way, $8,000 in fees. And by was the way, I was going to say. $1,000. What's extra weak about the story is all the extra fees we're paying for everything. For every Recently, I bought Broadway tickets for my daughter when we were in New York City. I paid like $300 in fee, like mystery fees. What are all these fees? Where does it go? Weak as hell. <laughs> I get them. No, uh, <laughs> no, but um, weak. Th- this is, uh, this is me. What's the middle one? Uh, mid. Mid, weak, mid, so mid. mid. What's the middle one? The mid. Yes. Mid. <laughs> uh, I saw something even cooler. 
at Allegiant Stadium, Danny, where your Raiders play for the Super Bowl. They did a tour of what seven hundred thousand dollar tickets are. Oh, I saw it's that. A, it's a booth. Yeah. It's a booth by the end zone. That's like a VIP club booth. Insane. That, my friends, is baller treatment. And the reality is, money's subjective, right? It's like if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, that's different than making a hundred million dollars a year. So rich people are gonna spend, poor people are gonna save. So it's you know it is what it is, right? Well, again, it's weak, and I don't have that kind of money. So everything about it's weak. And, 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 and listen, no offense to people that don't make the money, but if you have endless funds, does it really matter, right? True. Uh, all right. Uh, Draymond Green won't get a shot at gold this summer at the 2024 Olympics in Paris. And the reason is uh, because of his recent suspensions. 41 NBA players were announced yesterday as potential candidates for the roster. Only 12 will make the final cut. And Grant Hill, who's the managing director for the team, explained they're giving Green a chance to work through his issues on and off the court and that they want him to take this summer to kind of focus on himself. So, you know, no more outbursts. Um, players that are uh, in the running are Steph Curry, LeBron, Kevin Durant, Kawhi, Kyrie. Uh, Trey Young and Dame Lillard, midweek or major? Um, it's a mid-story. I think they That's use it as it. an excuse to not be the bad guy. I don't think they want him anyway. He's past his prime to be part of that. That's how I feel about yeah. it. I, I and mean, I, I think th- they're just leaning into, you know, hey, you know, he, he probably should take care of number one. Mm. That's just the easy way of saying, you know, we really didn't want you anyway. I think it's a good excuse. I, th- I think it's major because Draymond Green is being left off something that might mean a lot to him, and they're blaming it on his, his you know, behavior. And I'll be honest, when do you want Draymond to be fired up and crazy? When you're playing international competition, you want to whoop people's ass. So I think he should be on the team. All right, cool. Uh, one did, more. Let's do one more. I'll squeeze one in. Dan Byer handed me this one a few minutes ago. Um, we've talked about the NFL wildcard game exclusively on Peacock was the most streamed event, about 23 million uh, people tuning in. And NBC's being, being pretty tight-lipped about the numbers, but researchers have estimated that the service generated 2.8 million new subscribers for the event, wow. dubbing it the single biggest subscriber acquisition event. Um, it's just based on data of like opting in and all this kind of stuff. Um, in October, Peacock revealed they had about 28 million subscribers, so it's safe to say that most of the subscribers already had the service, but about 3 million new subs. That's pretty interesting. Well, 2.8 million of those people have the idea to cancel, and they're all going to forget. Most of them are going to forget to cancel <laughs> you know what? That's Peacock true. again. That's true. Um, I think it's major because we already yeah, established if 23 million people were tuning into that game, to me, we failed the test for the NFL to want to charge for other games in the future. Maybe yep. a Super Bowl in the future. So I think all of this is major. Uh, I agree with you. Major. Definitely and, uh, major. That is interesting. The biggest acquisition, because I'm thinking when Howard Stern first went to Sirius XM, that was probably like a million people signed up, right? This is big, man. A game, we went, a I game remember, with the Chiefs. Because we were there. We went from like 30,000 subscribers to like 300,000. Like, like a immediately. Like a, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Spotty Boy. Thank you, guys. Uh, let's go to our good friend, Dan Byer, for an update. What's up, DB? Hey, DB. Uh, guys, 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan did confirm that Debo Samuel still has a hurt shoulder, but that shoulder is feeling better than it did Saturday when he injured it against the Green Bay Packers. <sighs> what does he want for dinner? Can I send Debo? Does he want Chick-fil-A? Does he want Chipotle? I just want this guy to be happy. Probably what? not pork shoulder, but uh, <laughs> just stay away from what that. What can we do to make sure Debo's good to go? Such a difference maker. Didn't practice Today, again, they've got the Lions in the NFC Championship coming up on Sunday. In the AFC Championship, it's the Ravens and the Chiefs. And the Ravens got another full practice from tight end Mark Andrews. Andrews had a couple of full practices last week, but didn't play in that win against the Houston Texans. But there's a real possibility he suits up, returning from an ankle injury. ESPN reports that Mike Vrabel is going to meet with the Panthers on Thursday about their coaching vacancy. The Dolphins and defensive coordinator Vic Fangio mutually agreed to part ways after one season. Reports say Fangio could be on his way to Philadelphia to be the Eagles' defensive coordinator. Eagles need a defensive coordinator after they fired Sean Desai. Also looking for an offensive coordinator, but it's Nick Sirianni who's going to be the one who stays. My job is to be the head coach of the team, not the head coach of the offense, not the head coach of the defense, not the head coach of the special teams, but be the, be the head coach of the football team. And so that's building the culture. That's making sure the culture's working. Sirianni and GM Howie Roseman speaking to the media today as Sirianni will be back for a fourth season. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Yo, Dua Lipa, by the way, going to be performing at the Grammys that week between the championship and the Super Bowl. I'm excited to see her in that movie. Argyle? Well, speaking of... She looks so good, so sorry. Right? Speaking of Houdini, her song, someone just pulled off a Houdini move in the world of sports, and we'll get to it. Let's get to the breaking news. Breaking news from Fox Sports. Breaking news in the National Football League. The Los Angeles Chargers and Jim Harbaugh have reached an agreement on terms to make Harbaugh the new head coach in L.A. He would leave Michigan after nine seasons, including the most recent season that led the Wolverines to a national championship. But again, multiple reports say the Los Angeles Chargers are hiring Jim Harbaugh as their new head coach. Wow. This is huge. It's huge for so many reasons. Number one, leaves on a high note. Michigan gets them the the natty out. Then he takes over a team that's never won that is lacking identity. You're giving the Chargers immediate identity. And he could be saving a superstar quarterback's career. And everything about it, this is, you know, we talked recently about all these head coaches and, you know, what scenario do you want to insert yourself into? This is a win-win for Jim Harbaugh, right? He goes back to college after a stint with the Niners, falls just shy of a Super Bowl, goes to win a natty at Michigan. Where he played, where everyone loved him. Well, now again, now he goes to Southern California. Great for him to leave on a high note. Bad for Michigan, probably. Ah, but they, they remember their offensive coordinator who took over. Everyone liked that guy. That is true. Yeah. Um, but there, there's such a sense now, in my mind at least, they have an identity. Danny G, we've talked about it for years. What is the the Chargers sort of just coasted by with no real vibe? They moved to L.A. No one seemed to care. Yeah. Uh, the Rams won a Super Bowl with, with out here in L.A., which made it even worse for the Chargers because Danny G shivering right now. AFC West is a little flipped, I think. I'm not shivering. He's still ah. got to put that team together. No, that's a that's a really good move for them, and it's interesting because the Raiders just took the Chargers' former general manager Telesco. And now the Chargers make this big move to get Harbaugh. The AFC West is going to be pretty interesting next season. Do you think the Harbaugh family is doing the Harbaugh dance? Do you think they're all <laughs> hope not. doing the John Harbaugh dance in celebration uh, of the news? I would have to say this that's what is, they're doing. This is finally going to make the Chargers relevant in Los Angeles. Yeah. That is, I think, the biggest takeaway. And I know you could say, really, a coach? A coach, a lot of times a team is a reflection of the coach, the vibe, the attitude, how the team hard that they play. Herbert benefits the most. No, of course, but 
there's something to be said about the Chargers lacking identity. Mm-hmm. Now they have identity. And yeah. I I think that Chargers fans, I already I know very few Chargers fans, but the few I do know have already hit me up with excitement. Oh yeah. No, that's that's huge news. Dan Byer with the breaking news here on Fox Sports Radio. Changes everything here in LA too. Gives you more reason to want to go. Like you said, empty seats all the time. So congratulations. Guys Jim Harbaugh. Guys a guy's a winner by nature. So hey, congratulations. Chargers fans, you got something you got something to look forward to, man. You, you know, I guess the big criticism was always the Chargers have talent and man, the coaches fall short. Yeah, Charger fan, he's talking to you. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Charger fan. It's like talking to Clipper fan. Um, but yeah, okay, congrats to the Chargers. Big move, great breaking news, I'm sure. The odd couple will talk all about it. They they walk into uh, their show in five minutes with huge breaking news to tackle. Oh, the poo-poo king is working on something. I could promise you that. So tomorrow's show, we'll probably talk more about this move. And old school when 50 hits, we throw it back on a Thursday and we reminisce right here on Fox Sports Radio. So definitely join us. And remember, leave a comment. The link is on our social media page. At Covino and Rich, we'll pick a winner tomorrow, by the way, giving away more prizes. The CNR Stainless Steel Water Bottle, the Swiggy, our new line of prizes. You can see it. There's a link right there on yeah. our Instagram story, at Covino and Rich. Make sure you write a review this evening. Yeah. Click the link, write a review. You'll qualify for tomorrow. Take one home. Looks nice. And, you know, one last thing about Debo. I'm not saying he's the end-all, be-all, but Danny, would you agree that Sports media over the last couple of days have made it seem like Niners with or without him are like awful or unbeatable. Like it's, I know it's oh, a yeah. big, it's a big, he's a big key. They but, say Purdy is trash, especially when Debo's not playing. Yeah, it is. It's, it's very odd. So, hey, cross my fingers for Debo's and Niners fan. We'll see you guys later. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye. Bye. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com.